Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And welcome to Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, try again. Let me try. Okay, here. That was better. So I, I hit with my tablet. I've had enough tonight already. You've had plenty. I have had plenty. So I am actually not uh, drinking, but I shall. Currently. Currently, but I am well You're nursing in. a thing. Yeah, I had, um, so my my lovely wife gave me a bottle of bourbon for Christmas. Mm-hmm, in his stocking. Uh, next went, to my stocking, but I it went, counted. Yeah, it didn't really fit in, because whatever. Yep. And so I, I had some of that, and then I had some more of that. And I was a little generous on my pores, so it was... I need to not be drinking more at this point. I need to be coming down. Right, right. So you're and on so, you're on the water train. Do you even have any water? I don't have any water. That's probably a mistake. I have some over there. I can see it. <laughs> if I need it, we may cause a pause. It's so far away, you guys. It's fine. It, I can I can force it to me. It's not it's not how the force works. You don't know. I mean, not it doesn't work that way. I mean, truly, maybe I you. could force things to myself. So that's all I would do. Yeah, I wouldn't take over anything. I wouldn't blow up anything. I would just force things to my bed. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> like Acacio booze, and that would be about it. That's what right. I would use. Jumping. Uh, yeah, you're mixing the magical realms. But, but yes, um, but I would. Yeah, I would. I'm 100 percent with you. I would just use it for total lazing out. 100 percent. And also, like, convincing comps they don't even give me a speeding ticket. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm... Those are the two things I think the force is the most useful for. Right. Like, this is unnecessary. Other than that, it just gets in the way. It's just bullshit. So, mm-hmm. uh boy. So, it has been a week since mm. we were here. Uh, but it's been a very momentous week. It has been Christmas week. Right. So, we said we would give an update on our oldest butchering a deer. And we have an update. Yes. He did that. And he um, did it. It was fine. It was fine. He went right in with almost gleeful, concerning lack of of hesitation. Like, I would have re- really appreciated a little more disgust. Like slight, slight more pause. So, um, he may have moved up at least one ranking in the My Children Most Likely to Be a Serial Killer mode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I mean, they're all pretty low on the list, but, you know, if I had to pick one... Right, they're just like, yeah. We'll we have see. some favorites in that horse race, but um, he may have moved up a little bit. So there was that. It's really but good. But he did fine. He was helpful. Like, he, he helpful. didn't show up he... and then was like, ugh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> like... well, and I gave him the prep talk. I was like, listen, you, you need to understand this is going to be messy and this is going to be a thing. And if you need a break, if you need to take a, a breather outside, if you need to take a walk, if you just need to... Go home. Like, whatever you need to do, I'm here to support you. But if you're in it, I'm in it. So let's let's see what happens. And he was in it. He really did a great job. He skinned that thing. He got it um, all the way down. He helped, like, bandsaw off legs and the through the spinal column. And, like, was really, like I said, almost not gleeful, but, like, 
definitely oh God, this is kind of cool intrigued by the process and i really appreciated it and our, our friend gave us a loin mm-hmm. uh that we have in the freezer that we're gonna fry up sometime maybe yeah. tomorrow who knows we'll see. um and and have that for for dinner it's really cool our others are a little more disgusted by the process right, right. including our, our daughter who i our thought daughter would be... is very grossed out and i was like really i thought you would be like here for this but whatever mm-hmm. but hey it's it's fine uh, then we had Christmas itself. Mm-hmm. Presents galore, lots of fun, well, games. Well, I mean, Christmas isn't just ever one Christmas. It's always like a minimum of three Christmases. That's fair. And, and yeah. Huh. This year, my family, my side of the family decided instead of having Christmas, we're having a, a January family thing. So, like, that's one less Christmas, but that still leaves us three full Christmases. Yeah. Uh, also, honestly, it seems like your family still had Christmas. <laughs> right, we just, just somehow just, managed just to dodge the whole me, thing. I was like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I thought we were I'm coming home. Two states away. January. Sorry. <laughs> and I honestly am kind of cool with that it's, situation. I mean, it's whatever it is. It is what it is. But um, but hey, we'll we'll meet up in January and we'll have some fun mm-hmm. and we'll do some stuff and it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, but we did. I mean, we went to like our Christmas. My parents' Christmas was Christmas Eve. Our my grandma's christmas was yesterday saturday mm-hmm. like just a lot of bouncing around and and yeah. doing stuff our christmas was christmas day our family little family's christmas was christmas so, day it's good I, I did make a treacle tart it was not good not great no i think it came out exactly as it was supposed to i don't think you screwed no, up at i all. think it's i mean it's just the british food is terrible yeah I think that's pretty much the synopsis of what I have about treacle old tart. Ti- Old-timey British food. Maybe Korean British food is fine. I mean, it just tasted like not a lot. Yeah, it tasted like... You ever put just, like, honey on crackers? Yeah, it tasted like honey's on crackers. It just tasted like honey on crackers. We made a whole pie out of Ritz crackers. And honey. <laughs> and honey. <laughs> With a little bit of lemon. There was, like, a hint of lemon about the whole thing. Lemon, yeah. And it was just like, man, you know, I mm, it's fine. would not do again, it's but I fine. did it, and it was yeah. fine. So, that was fine. Mm-hmm. I worked a couple days last week. You didn't work at all last week. I didn't week. work at all. I stayed at home with the kids and pretty much just yelled at them to clean Which or whatever. may or may not have yeah, done. Yeah, and they'd be like, but it's not my mess. And I'd be like, excuse me, I have never once peed on the floor in this house. And yet. Yet. And Yet. And yet, here we are with a Do not talk to me about how this is not your mess. No. Again, people, I tell people to do things and they give me completely irrelevant information. And I'm just like, I surprisingly don't care. You did not put this trash on the ground. Matters less than you think. You know, two people (laughs) fighting over a chair. Both of you can't sit in the chair. But I was there first, but I got there next. I don't care about either of this information. Just, stop, just, just get stop, out of the chair stop, and stop, stop fighting each other. That's all I care oh, about. you guys, the holidays, it brings everyone together. <sighs> it's so much. And then we just <laughs> stay together. All the time. Until one of us is killed. Right, right. It was great. It was great, wasn't we it? Had, we had swim hotel fun we did. times. We, we spent like six hours in the pool, I think, mm-hmm. over the course of the weekend, which is awesome and tiring and yes. great and exhausting. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to my granny's church, which is, it's it was cute, fine. It it's was a fine. cute little church. It's, it's a cute real little cute. old West Virginia country church. Yeah. And, but and, when you show up and you're like, oh, we're bringing like 11 extra people to the Sunday school class. They're like, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, 
great. I'm like, if you need help. Yeah, if you need <laughs> like, help, we're, we're in this row. Like, call us. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, like, I, I have a degree in yeah, this Yeah, it's stuff, real so. cute. Uh, our big kerfuffle is they got new hymnals. Uh-huh. And the hymnals don't, like, lay flat. I know, like, we had to, like, force too, them open with two crisp. hands. They're too crisp. Like, I can't hold it with one hand. Also, uh, there's an amazing moment uh, where my grandmother informed me that she had purchased and um, placed a hymnal in my grandfather's memory, which is really it's sweet. It's very sweet. Other than the fact that my grandfather was blind for most of the time I knew him, so mm-hmm. a hymnal was not necessarily his biggest thing. Also couldn't sing, Could- even even when he could read. Yeah, he never sang. Never, I never heard the man sing a note in my life. And she's like, I appreciate the irony. I'm like, it's fine. If that's how you want to do it, that's great. And she gets a kick sweet. out of it. That's fantastic. I think it's hilarious, but... Um, so that was yeah. That's that was pretty fun. much our highlights. Those are our highlights. It was a fun week. I'm glad. Let me see. We have like three more days until January. So we have like the 30th, 31st, and 1st. Yes. That our kids will be kind of around. Although mm-hmm. we're dumping them to go to a party and that would be cool. And then like the 2nd and 3rd, we kind of get back to normal. Yeah, like we got to go then... back to work, guys. Like... There's stuff. I got, e- I got emails piled up. I'm going to go in the office. I'm going to have to read 400 emails. I know it. It's so awful. So, there's that. Oop, got a knocker. So, tonight we um, we did watch a movie. Um, yes, continuing with our um, Always for Out of Season I was going to say, uh, like, what continuation is this in any sort of way? Um, uh, we watched a summer camp movie. <laughs> of course. I mean, let's let's relive the joys that is summer camp that my kids have never... Well, one of them has done a stay-away camp. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, he's done a stay-away... Our oldest has done stay-away camp twice. Right, for Cub Scouts. Yeah, once without me, once with me. But, like... This is still not quite the stay away, like have a camp counselor, like no adult, mm-hmm. you know, no, well, grown, no, your parents there. Yeah. Like somebody's dad has always been his, his mm-hmm. chaperone, but still we have, um, they have like some sort of nostalgia that's never happened effect yes. for camps. Yes. They're very nostalgic for camps they've never been to. <laughs> so there's that. And so we watched uh, a movie called, uh, Ernest Goes to Camp. No. No. Uh, no, unfortunately, that is not what they watched. I can make that uh, happen. Yeah, they probably would love it. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what they would think about it. Mm. Okay, so this is a movie called Camp Cool Kids. This is a movie I was 100% sure that we have already talked about because I have seen it so much. It is such... <laughs> it is. It was in high rotation for a number of months. Right. I cannot, I cannot believe we have not podcasted about it. I was We like, checked baffled. three times. Yes. Like I'm like, control F, search for... Camp Cool Kids in our list of episodes, and we've never done it. Right, so maybe it was a lost episode where we recorded it. And like, something bad happened. Something bad happened. Who knows? But we are we're going to review this movie, mm-hmm. um, and it is one of those classic movies where the dad is dead. Right. right. We don't know anything about dad. We don't know why, but he, he just died. died. So and the mom has moved back in with I assume her father. I assume so. Um, and in this like big palatial estate. Yeah. Like a fucking gorgeous house. Oh, yeah, totally. It's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I was like, uh, why was a grandpa just living there by himself in this, like, Because grandpa's got, estate? he's got money. Yes, he does. His son, Alex, did really well for himself. Okay, so that, um, grandpa in this, 
movie is the dad from Family Ties. Right, exactly. He looks exactly the uh, same like, as he did in Family Ties. Not Ties. a hair. Like, who is his plastic surgeon? I don't know, but he is... Worth every penny. Yeah, Michael Gross, whatever you're doing to yourself, keep doing that. It's right. fantastic and it's working. Um, so yeah, he's grandpa and he's trying to encourage this kid who's... There I mean, are two sons. Two sons, There's the yeah. cool son mm-hmm. and the spazzy son. Right, and spazzy son... Older and younger. And like, I think... Cool son is, like, dealing with his dad's death by just being, like, detached and aloof. And, like, brooding. It's like, I'm going to just be real brooding now. Yeah. And, like, um, younger son is developing, like, all kinds of neuroses and nervousness and anxiety about mm-hmm. his and abandonment issues. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, those both track. Right. Sure, they're both valid ways of... Well, I mean, they're not necessarily valid, it. but they're common. Yeah. Uh, ways of dealing with, with loss. And so, you know... The solution for all of this seems to be going to summer camp. Okay, like, as a parent, Mm -hmm. I understand the appeal of sending your children to summer camp. Yes. Like, I'm working, I'm working my, like, 40, 50, 60 hour a week job. If I can farm that out to somebody. Um, And you're home Mm -hmm. by yourself while I'm working my job. Like, I need something for you to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Like maybe not daycare. Like you're too you're too old to be in daycare. Right, right. But like, oh my gosh, just give me a week you, break, man. Yeah, you need an outlet. Like, get me out of get you out of my house for a week. Right. And like, I love you, mm-hmm. but honestly, let's just have a little vacation time from each right. other. Like, you need to make friends who are not you. You need to like figure out how to entertain yourself. You need to like mm-hmm. just spread your wings a little bit. In yeah. a controlled, safe environment. <laughs> exactly. Because that's the other thing. I'm like, I don't really want you to be like, just go, make in friends. In the woods. Like, whatever. Behind the house. Start a bonfire, whatever you want to do. Build a shelter. Right. No, but it... So they send him to camp. I also have a weird thing, because I've been a camp counselor. I've done the you camp have, counselor thing. You have been a camp camper. You have been a camp counselor. I have a lot of camp experiences. You do. But the camps in the movies are always weird. Yes. Okay. So uh, before we get to camp... Mm-hmm. The uh, grandpa and the spaz kid go fishing. Right. Oh, the fishing scene. That was so great. <laughs> He's like imparting so grandpa for, wisdom. So first of all, he goes on a lake that's not technically his lake. It's his neighbor's lake. And he 100% is convinced that the neighbor, like, asserting her rights slash calling the sheriff is, like, her flirting with him. Like, so hard an eye roll. That is so like, hard and I roll. Like, he just needs, like, a fedora and a neck beard at this point. Yeah, like, that's like, you're a douche, bro. Yeah, that's not how not that works. Cool. But anyway, he's taking his uh, grandson fishing at the lake, and they catch a fish, and he, like, goes scoops at the net out. and scoops it out, and it is, like, not, not flopping around at all. It's very just still. completely <laughs> dead in the net. I'm like, that fish was not... I was like, that's not how fishing works. <laughs> right, and it's like, um... I mean, I get it. It's movie magic. You gotta kind of hide these things. Mm-hmm. But, like, come on. Like, put some effort in. Right. Or show some creative editing so that we don't notice. Right. And so uh, the mom is like, you guys are both going to camp. You guys are both going together. And the older brother's like, ugh, why does my younger brother have to go with me? He's just gonna harsh my vibe. Like, uh, you're like 14. You don't right, have a vibe. Right, you don't have a vibe. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not how not any of this works. works. <laughs> and, uh... So they go into town, like the two brothers, Yeah, go into town, and they run into, like, the town bully. 
Right. And the town belly, like, immediately befriends the older brother mm-hmm. and starts picking on the younger brother. Like, both. Right. Both and, things. And older brother's just, like, in it. He's like, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, older brother's oh. like, cool, I need friends. Like, I'll sell out my younger brother for a friend. Like, all this seems fine. Yeah. And younger brother is like, you fucking suck. You're the fucking worst brother. <laughs> Which he is. <laughs> Which he is. He is a terrible brother. Um, and the mom is like, you guys are both going to camp. Like, I need you to, I need you to watch out for him. Yeah. Um. Also, the whole time the older brother is wearing a beanie, it is summertime. Yeah, he's got like he's a... Wearing, he has a shirt with no sleeves and like shorts uh-huh. and a beanie. Bold look. Bold. Bold look. And his, the beanie's like pushed back so his like cool bangs can show. Oh, well, oh, that's important. It's important. It's important to like show off your cool bangs in <laughs> your beanie. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I'm very old. I do not understand. I never the had cool bangs. Of the youth, so I had a widow's peak when I was like eight. Oh, so you guys, the hairline—it's awful. It's not so great. I never really had cool bangs. I just kind of had to deal with what I had, mm-hmm. and uh, so you would never accentuate them with an artful beanie. No, but yeah. So then they like get. Do they take the bus to camp? Yeah, so they take the bus to camp. Okay, so they get on the bus to so camp. The bus comes and, and picks is... up the kids. Right, right. And, like, there's grown-ups there with clipboards. Right. Like, signing people Official. in. Yeah, because right. that's how you can tell <laughs> that you're not joining a cult. <laughs> like, like, oh, people have clipboards. I'm fine. <laughs> Note to self, if I, ever, if I ever form a cult, buy clipboards everybody and throw everybody out the scent. Um, yeah, so the, um, the parents, who I assume, like, you know, went online, signed people at the camp, sure, filled sure. all the paperwork. So there are people... Did some medical forms, lots right. of medical forms. All the, all the crap. So they this go... They go on a bus, and they're like school buses that are like repurposed. Sure. And there's this montage of them being on the bus, and they're like singing and dancing and like throwing their hands up in the air, and our oldest is like, that's not how bus safety works at all. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Good call, sir. It was like, I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> I'm glad you... you... Keep your hands down and inside the bus at all times. Right. And they're like, woo. So. Right. Um, so, and this is a two-week summer camp. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like, Not I, a week. So, two-week summer camp. So, I always did, like, one-week summer camps. Mm-hmm. One camp I was at um, outside of New York City, they did do a two-week program. Mm-hmm. But even so... The amount of stuff they managed to cram into, like, two weeks is... It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot in two weeks. And they, like, really have a lot of program and a lot of staff and a mm-hmm. lot of facilities. I'm like, what does this camp cost? Right, right. And how do I sign up for it? I guess Grandpa's bankrolling this, so... Yeah, yeah, 100% with his giant house. Yeah, he's he's got the monies. He's he's helping he's out. Like, Maybe Papa's... Just send- the kids to camp, and you can just cry and read old letters. <laughs> and, like, have your minute. Maybe we'll minute. just, like, go back to your old bedroom and mm-hmm. have a good cry. And we'll we'll send some maids up with dinner, and it'll be fine. So the, um, the camp counselor guy, before Spaz yes. even gets on the bus, the camp counselor guy who um, you called... Discount Seth Green. Discount Seth Green. He is Discount Seth which Green. Which I'm not... I don't disagree with, but... Yeah, he... I don't know, like, his IMDb entry is not, shall we say, robust. Right, right, it's okay. It's okay. He's a working actor. Is he? <laughs> he works. <laughs> he, he works a job and also acts. Um, well, and also, like, this whole, like, the whole 
casted this, there's only a couple people that have been in, like, other things. Yeah, anything else. There's the dad. Yeah. Or the grandpa. Mm-hmm. And then, like, nothing else. Well, the mom, right? Mm-hmm. What is the mom in? She was in a couple of things. She was, like, in Malibu Rescue, the series. Oh, my gosh! Yeah, she was Dylan's mom. She was Dylan's mom in Malibu Rescue. Yes. You are so right. Um, Thank you, IMDb, for that little nugget. <laughs> but, like, even that, I'm like, I'm only half counting that. That's Dylan's not a real Dylan's mom was in literally one episode. Yeah. So, like, there's... You know, a lot of kids that just kind of came in and went out, and that's yeah. fine. There's a lot of um, adults that were like, this was the peak of my educa- my acting career. Right. Um, there was, uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? Um, Eugenia? Who had, I forget who she is in the cast. Who is she? She's like somebody at camp, maybe. Is she the camp director? I think maybe her. Yeah, I think she's the camp director. She's Marky Post. Um, she shows up for exactly two scenes. One is at the beginning of camp where she's like, leave me the fuck alone. Right. And I was like, preach. <laughs> but she's also Mary's mom from There's Something About Mary. Mm. Which, again, is like the first, like mm. when Mary was like a baby. Oh, okay. Like, she wasn't like Mary's mom when Mary was old. She I was, was like, what? No, she's definitely. I think so. I think that's, maybe not. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. But she, she doesn't really do a lot she anyway. has she had a spot in 30 rock that's probably her highlight but like yeah these people are not oh yeah no it's uh the dad from family ties and then a bunch of people i've never seen before and will never see again no and like this is also one of those things where i can't find any info on the studio that produced this it thing. is a very christiany movie it is very much uh they like quote bible verses and mm, stuff they have chapel yeah and like honestly that part actually rings a lot true to me because I worked at I worked at Christian camps growing mm-hmm. up, and so a lot of it was like um, today's memory verse is this. Try to cram it somewhere in what you're talking to your kids about, and right. like. So when I'm watching this, and they're out like in the middle of the woods, and he's like, and as it says in Second Timothy, I'm like, oh, I remember these things. Like just trying to be like mm-hmm. shoehorning scripture into whatever you're whatever doing. Whatever we're doing. And I I remember that that was. Fun. So so before he gets on the bus, the um, yeah. Anyway, that back comes, to Discount back, Seth Green. Back to Discount Seth Green. Before he gets on the bus, Discount Seth Green is like, hey, uh, I don't know you. Are you new at camp? And he's like, yeah, it's my first year. And he's like, what's your name? Uh, and he's like, oh, my name's Spencer. And he's like, no, you need like a cool name. Uh, I'm going to call you Cool Cat. Are you okay with that? And he was like, I mean, I guess so. And he was like, yeah, you're Cool Cat. Get on the bus. <laughs> Get on the bus, Cool Cat. And Because uh, everybody has nicknames. Everybody has nicknames. It's very so, Lord of the Flies. It, uh, I mean, I've never read Lord of the Flies. Oh, really? Yeah, no. No you thanks. You don't no want thanks. that particular brand no, of nightmares? No, I... Uh, you can watch the movie. It's on, like... I know what it's about, and I'm fine with not experiencing it. It inspired the uh, best parts of Survivor. Yeah, and the worst parts. And um, the worst parts. So, so uh, Cool Cats gets off the bus, and the counselor is like, Hey, do you uh, know where you're bunking? And he's like, No. And like, was there anybody that you signed up to bunk with? I was like, you guys don't have bunk lists when the camp starts. Oh yeah, you're like doing this on the fly. Like, do you not? I mean, you should have a list. You should have again. You should be like, I have 150 campers. Each cabin holds six people. Like, here's just their, the math. Here's their medical forms, their allergies, right. their pr- preferences. Right. Have these people never run a camp before? I know it was that was part that always was terrifying. Yeah. Um, so he's like, yeah. and uh, this one guy's like, he can join our bunk if there's room. 
And the guy looks at his clipboard. He's like, yeah, that should be great. <laughs> Can you show him around? And uh, I'm giving an incredulous face. Right, the Incre- incredulous face and arms up like, is, uh, is Adam's general stance. Um, no. And this guy's like, yeah, uh, my name's Little John. Uh, and they're like, why is your nickname Little John? He's like, because Romeo is taken. And this kid is iconic. I love this kid so much. He is... Uh, he wears glasses not because he needs glasses, but because he thinks they look cool. He is a foodie. He is so into food. He knows scientific names of all the flora and fauna, and he finds overly dramatic ways of saying every fucking thing. Like, iconic. <laughs> so what you're saying... Truly, by, truly my favorite. By iconic, you kind of sound like you're saying flamboyant. He is iconic. I'm hearing flamboyant. Right. I mean, I'm not I mean, here, not. not not here for it. But like, it sounds, yeah. This so, kid kind of gives off a little vibe. So little little John is like, you can be in the armadillos with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's everybody else in the armadillos. There's like Firefly. Sure. Because uh, uh, he's like into fire or whatever. That, yeah. There's that Tater healthy. and Tot. They are uh, twins. Yeah. And then there's Upchuck. And they're like, you'll figure out. You'll find that out later. And he was like, "Oh, thanks for thanks." <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I'm okay. I'm, I'm good and with so, the mystery. And so camp starts, and the camp director gets up and is like, "Listen, I have a cozy cabin up at the top of the hill, and if y'all wake me up in the middle of the night to deal with your bullshit, I promise you, <laughs> I will rain down fire. <laughs> I will rain down fire. <laughs> like, leave me the fuck alone." <laughs> so, like, honestly, from a camp staff perspective, you always wanted bag top. Bad mm-hmm. cop, where it was like, do not make me get the camp director on you guys. Like, if the camp director shows up, you understand you guys are going home. And that was always a handy, like, mm-hmm. card to have. But really, the camp director's just like, oh, fuck, I got paperwork. Like, right, like I, I got grants, home. and this I'm ordering, yeah. like, deliveries of food, and, mm-hmm. like, trying to keep good relations with our neighbors, because three campers wandered into their stuff and broke their fence, and, like... Right, right. Just the constant bullshit of running a camp. That's what camp directors they get. And then occasionally, yeah, they have to show up and be the bad cop. Mm-hmm. But it was, that was always a rule. Right, so beginning camp, camp director sh- shows up and is like, leave me the fuck alone. And then they're like, let's start the campfire. And they have like a torch, like like the fucking Olympic torch. Right. <laughs> that um, Seth Green yeah. pa- passes off. To Firefly and was like, okay, Firefly, it's your turn. Like, you start the fire. And he starts the fire, but he starts, like, a gas grill fire pit. It's not, like, a no. bonfire. No. It's, like, like a gas grill fire pit. Like, this is essentially, poof. like, a big lighter. <laughs> Just goes, poof. Yeah, and I was like, lame sauce. And mm-hmm. then they have this, like, um, I'm going to say Disney star wannabe start camp. But yeah. it's like, hey, we have this like god singing and dancing and DJing or whatever. And he's like singing and everyone's dancing around and then there's white people not clapping to the beat. And I was like, hashtag realism. <laughs> Indeed. Again, yes. Yes. Church camps beats are complicated. I mean, also white people. White people. Do not understand the rhythms. Get your syncopation together. It's, it's so hard. It's not. I'm speaking as a white person to other white people. I know. Please. Please. Don't clap. Or just clap on the two and four. <laughs> it's not hard. It's just not hard. figure it out. Look at the guy up front. He'll let you right. know. Right. 
Right, but they were clapping like not on the one and three, but just like Randomly. just off, like just just clapping. It's just like applause when it should be clapping. Yeah, yeah, it's not okay. So, uh, so first day uh, in the morning, you hear the bell ringing, and everyone's like, "Hurry up! We don't want to be late. To, we don't want to be the last ones there to swim test." I'm like, they have their swim test before they have breakfast. They have their swim test Get liter- over with. literally first thing in the morning. Like we always did it, like right after breakfast, first day, mm-hmm. just so you knew. Like we always did it. Um, we showed up Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And we had it Sunday night. Like, oh, okay. Usually people were getting in. So mm-hmm. we would we would get in like Monday afternoon and everybody mm-hmm. kind of would settle until Monday evening. You'd have their initial campfire. And then Tuesday morning would be their initial camp, mm-hmm. you know, swim test. tests. Everybody get up on the dock and we find out who drowns. Like, right. right. We would get there like Sunday afternoon and then like we would have our swim test like Sunday. Like that, that day. That day. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you, again, you want to get it over with because right. you need to know. So they have their swim test first day of camp before breakfast. Right. Just just swim test, empty stomach, and they have to tread water for 10 minutes. Yes. But. Hold on. 10 minutes? 10 minutes. As I wrote it down because it was so bonkers. That's, what? Because they have to tread water for 10 minutes. That proves they can swim the whole length of the lake. No, it doesn't. That means you can tread water for 10 minutes. <laughs> Swimming or is a completely different set of skills. Maybe it's or you could swim the whole length of the lake. Maybe, but still, like. But I wrote down I could I couldn't swim I couldn't tread water for ten minutes. Ten minutes is a fucking long time to tread okay, water. So first off, my fat ass was more buoyant than it ever was <laughs> when I was in high school, and I still can't do that. And also, I couldn't do that then. Like, well. I was like ninety eight pounds of like bone and just sinew and sinew. I'm not gonna say muscle. I'm just, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna say sinew. There's not much there. So like I sunk like a rock until I was much older, and now I kind of float like a rock. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're neutrally buoyant, where you go like just a foot down below the <laughs> surface and then float there. Yeah, like just like two like, inches of my head stick just up. Not useful. No, I can't like put my face out of the water and, and float. But anyway. Um, but yeah, no, 10 minutes, that's ridiculous. It's so long. But also, in this movie, everyone is wearing life jackets the whole time. They wear life jackets during the swim test, they wear life jackets during all swimming activities. They're very safe, Lisa. They're very safe. This is not a swim test, this is a life jacket test. This is indeed. Like, did you successfully secure (laughs) your life jacket? Are you getting a wedgie from the strap between your legs? Yes, great. Then you are doing fine. Right, everything seems fine. 10 minutes later... This so, is like lifeguards just like taking a break, like watching. Like <laughs> Look at those fucking boobies out there, <laughs> bobbing along. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why, like, how this is hard. It's, it's all life jackety. Oh, I can totally, I can totally float in a life jacket for ten minutes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so, um, the little kid uh, Spencer, yeah, uh, refuses to take the swim test because he's scared. Right. He's scared of the lake, he's scared of swimming, and he's scared that there's, like, some... Like, he has is he scared of his life jacket? He's an overactive imagination. Sure. And he's like, I don't know, I feel like there's some kind of, like, crazy, like, crackety monster in the lake. And also, I can't swim very well, and... I worked at a lake... I worked at a camp that had freshwater jellyfish in their lake. Freshwater jellyfish are nothing to fuck with. Actually, these were fine. They didn't really? sting. No, they just ate plankton. They were. They didn't have stingers. Really? Yeah. They're only, like, silver dollar side. They're fine. Okay. I thought they were totally making that up the entire time I was mm-hmm. at the camp until I like was 
chilling out and I looked down and I actually saw one. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys weren't lying. I thought that was just the thing we sold the campers. They're like, have you been telling the campers that thinking it was just the thing I told the campers? Like, 100%. Uh, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) So you're fine with lying to campers? I'm like, I'm a camp counselor. That's like half of my job. Right. right, right. That's how we get them to behave. So, um... Fear of God and jellyfish. Right. Um, so... He refuses to take the swim test, and the older boys who are in the um, older brother's cabin. Mm-hmm. So there's a uh, a town bully. His name's yeah, he... Reed. Yeah, he's back. Why don't they have cool nicknames? I don't know. I don't. Maybe we don't know them because we're not in their cabin. Maybe that's maybe, just like a we special. Because we didn't follow Zach's like trajectory. Journey. We followed Spencer's trajectory. Right. Sure. So. So that makes sense. Spence gets introduced to all of his, like, Like, that's just, that's just us. That's what we call you. Right. I don't know. Young Padawan. I don't know. Um, and so he runs away from the swim tests, and they're all like, bark, bark, bark. And he was like, fuck you. Everybody's fucking terrible. Like, this camp is supposed to be awesome, and it sucks, and I want to go home. Mm-hmm. And so he... Like, runs into the one... He's, like, you know, running into the woods, like, whatever, to be alone. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And, uh, like, Walden Pond. And the, um... <laughs> counselor, who is, like... The Seth Green counselor, literally the same counselor. Um, he's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I want to go home. Like, this fucking sucks. I'm, like, I'm out. And he was like, hey, I'm not going to keep you here. If you don't want to be here, we will go right up to the director and we'll have her schedule you an early release and like i'm mm-hmm. i'm not gonna keep you here if you don't want to be here but let's go on a walk and we'll chat which and... like he and this kid go on a walk together mm-hmm. through the woods and mm-hmm. i'm like one-on-one child parent like <laughs> one-on-one kid to counselor like, ratio too, this too is danger danger leadership you can't do this. You gotta have somebody there with you. Yep, yep. You take two kids. You take an extra counselor. Like, yeah, but he, he's totally alone with him, like, chatting in the woods. I'm like, no, no, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know. Whatever. Parent eyes. So he's like... Just him, this kid, and an entire camera crew and movie production right, unit. But, right, you know, I mean, hey. he wasn't alone. Uh, and the counselor, so he's like, I don't know why I think I'm afraid of, like, the lake and swimming and, and I feel like there maybe there's a monster and I don't know. Um... But also, I don't... I'm, like, just afraid of looking dumb in front of people. And the counselor's like, it's okay, I'm afraid of clowns. Like, that's a fucking terrible thing. Like, it's so stupid <laughs> to be afraid of. Like, we're all afraid of stupid shit. Like, just make it silly and it'll be fine. Like, and he's like, so, do you still want to go home? And he was like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'll be okay. And he was like, okay. Like, we can work with that. We can work with that. Um, and so then... The same counselor is doing chapel, and I was like, hashtag realism. Like, yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Like, like, this counselor is doing all the things, because there's only, like, five counselors. Oh, like, I remember, like, being severely understaffed, and, like, just walking into chapel, and they're like, uh, can you lead worship? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> they're like, here's a guitar anyway, figure it out. I'm like, cool, so we're doing anything. the three songs I know, right? which are the same three songs Every camp counselor knows on guitar. Hey, it's all right. It's fine. Um, so, um, let's talk about these camp counselors for a minute. Oh yeah, they're all archetypes. All these camp counselors are straight up characters. All right, so there's like the hippie guy who's mm-hmm. like nature is like so amazing, man, and like God it just heals like, kids, man. Right, it's just like God gave us all this like cool plants and shit, 
and he's like that dude was totally growing pot in the back for you so chill and then there's the guy who yells a lot who's who does like the dude bro dude bro uh who's in charge of like the paintball field and the climbing wall and who's just like go 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 man up yep i remember that guy guy. (laughs) there's um i don't you don't see any female counselors True. I'm sure they have them. I imagine. Because they they have female campers. Um, I hope so. But we just don't see any of the female no. campers. There's so there's dude bro, uh, and then there's hippie guy, and then there's Seth Green knockoff. Knockoff. Like those are the who only... was kind of like the sage, like middle of the road guy. Right. Right. And I was wondering if the counselors, like, since since they are such archetypes. If they're, like, characters they play, and then, like, every two weeks they, like, rotate. So, you're not wrong. <laughs> Where it's like, you get to be dude bro. And you're like, yes, I love dude bro. Like, so. You, you get to be, like, hippy dippy trippy nonsense man. So, like, the first week of camp, I always remember, like, there was, there was always kind of a little feeling out of what characters you have. Because. Mm-hmm. Camp is like a five-day-long improv theater. It's so much improv. <laughs> and so, like, you feel out the characters. You feel out who you are, who you fit in with the rest of the the theme and the the everything that's going on there. Because, yeah, it's it's hard. And you have to make it fun for yourself. And you have to kind of figure out how you don't want to step on anybody else's toes. You don't want to run mm-hmm. someone else's program. But at the same time, you need to kind of find your niche. Right. And, like, who and, am I? And, am I, like, the dude bro? Yeah. Or am I, like, hippy-dippy-trippy nonsense, man? I, I always ended up kind of being, um, this will be surprising, kind of the nerdy guy mm-hmm. that attracted a lot of the, like, kind of introverts and, like, got them together and we had some fun. Or we would, um, then some weeks I would be a little more silly mm-hmm. if we didn't have a whole lot of introverts to me for me to play with. So I, I would kind of be the, the goofy uh, ham where you would just kind of be the awkward, weird guy. Right, that, I was like, "What's with that guy?" What's with that guy? <laughs> and it was fun, you know. That was always that was always good. And then when I was like on program staff, it was a lot more of the, I'm the guy that has the clipboard. I know what's going on. I'm going to help you guys get through this. I'm not a lot of fun, but if you ask me what's going on, I'll give you an honest answer, and I can help you mm-hmm. kind of get through through the next thing. You know, how much longer are we going to be here? Uh, six minutes. Okay, cool. Great. Right, I right. can do this for six minutes. Ten minutes later, you're done. Um, you know, just kind of that sort of thing. But yeah, you know, you just kind of find your role and you find your character and you do what you need to do. So. Right. Also for this movie, they printed a lot of fake camp t-shirts. They did. So many fake camp t-shirts that Mm. these kids all wear. All these fake camp t-shirts. Yeah. Were they all from the same camp? Sizable budget. Camp Instrom was the Instrom. I don't know what this camp was called. Yeah. They were all Camp Instrom t-shirts, but like. Some of them were different. They weren't just, like, different colors. Like, there were, like, two distinct logos. Mm-hmm. Of, like, well, oh, that was, like, have, last, like year's last year's t-shirt. camp t-shirt. Or two years ago's <laughs> camp t-shirt. Or, the you know, the winter camp when you come mm-hmm. back for the retreat in the fall. Yeah. And, you know, all that fun stuff. I, I could see that. That's But you... I always feel like wearing a camp t-shirt is kind of like wearing the band t-shirt when you go to right, the concert. Right, you're like, it's, you know... But when else are you going to wear that camp t-shirt? I mean, you wear the camp t-shirt all year. <laughs> And you talk about your camp experience to anybody right. in your elementary class. You right, mean, and you keep camp alive in your heart. Always. Um, so, this this starts the um, prank war. Oh, yeah. Between the older boys 
and the younger boys. Mm-hmm. So the older boys, Reed and Zach, who's uh, Spaz's brother, the right. cool cat's brother. Reed's the bully, Spaz, Zach's the brother. And Zach's the brother, and their whole cabin mm-hmm. uh, starts just pranking the boys, like, just to start. Yeah. They just, like, leave trash in their uh, cabin. Which like, attracts bugs and animals. In the morning. And so then it, like, Smells. stinks. And, like, they're like, oh, they trashed the place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, LOL, I roll. <laughs> and they, like, and then later they were, the, like, little kids were, like, blowing off steam and, like, making fun of the older boys mm-hmm. like by themselves they were just like like in the stables in the stables making fun of this place has horses yeah it mm-hmm. has horses which you never see anybody ride mm-hmm. uh, well that was a lot more budget right <laughs> and like you needed stunt riders but, but and training sta- and but stables are free <laughs> spca observations but no right stables right. are cheap the stables are cheap uh and so they you know we're like making fun of the um the older boys and the older boys like walked up on them making fun of them and they're like so uh like insecure that they immediately were like, "Oh, we have to punish these younger boys for making fun of us." Like not to anybody, but to themselves. Like mm-hmm. we have to hang them up from their underwear in the stables. Like right. so, they just hook them over the right. They give them like, at, and this, hook them. at this point, this is like harassment. Like this is assault. This is assault, and there would be so much paperwork. Oh yeah, like you would. Several kids would be going home, if not from the injuries of being hung up by one's underwear, mm-hmm. which would be unfortunate to be... Right. To be... right. And everybody was very chill about it. It was like, it's okay, bro. It happens. High five. You know, yeah. like... Hmm. And I was like, this is a camp where this assault just happens. Well, Seth Green, to uh, discount Seth Green, he comes in and he's like, so none of you remember how this happened? And he's like doing this in the stable, like after the kids have been pulled down. I'm mm-hmm. like... No, send those kids back. Like, let them get changed. Maybe right. a couple of them go to the nurse and have some stuff looked at. Yeah, like, yeah. They might not be able to have kids again. Like, like you, you should, you <laughs> should be doing this somewhere else. There's no way those kids are walking out of there under their own power. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we can facilitate this later and, right. and figure out what exactly happened and maybe have a little prisoner's dilemma of mm-hmm. like, so your buddy told me what happened. If you right. want to tell me what happened. Right. You're not going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't get in trouble anyway. They didn't hang themselves. Well, maybe they—they're the trying whatever. to kind of like cover for like making fun of the big kids or whatever. I guess. I think they're it. just afraid of the retaliation of the big kids. Well, that's probably fair. Like, I think that's the problem. That's not necessarily fair. that they were like, oh, we were like blowing off steam because like they left a bunch of trash in our yeah thing, and then we were like, there are a bunch of like bullies and stupid. Um. So. I think this is where, after this point, we figure out that the uh, cool cat, the little brother, is good at archery. Yeah. And then um, they, we go on a, a hike with the hippie teacher. And he's like, let's just, like, appreciate nature, guys. Let everybody breathe in. <gasps> breathe out. And uh, this girl, who has been, like, kind of interested in Spencer. Right. Who has, like, come over and talked to him a couple times. And uh, his... Cabin mates were like, whoa, she just talked to you. And he was like, I don't know, guys. Like, don't. I'm, I'm not a role model. 
<laughs> like, and also, this totally reads true because you would see these little like camp crushes develop, mm-hmm. and the boys were just like, "I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do." And the girls would just like walk up and talk like, to one hey. of them, and like every circuit in their brain would just short out all like, at once. I don't, and like, I don't know anything. Right. So, so this girl, and then um, there'd be a, and then the dude would be a legend for the rest of the week. Right. Oh my like, gosh, you talked to her. I'm like, he said three guttural right, noises. Like, she talked to him, and he stood there. Like he yeah. didn't run away. I guess that's a win. Five stars. Would have this conversation again. (laughs) Would you? So the hippie teacher, like, is like, breathe in. And uh, that girl with the dark hair, like, this is when you find out that she has, uh, like, asthma. Like, she does a deep breath and then she, like, kind of stutters and does her little (laughs) inhaler. But she's really, she does it while everyone has their their eyes closed and she doesn't want anyone to know that she has asthma. Like, she's real, like... I don't know, traumatized about having asthma. I guess. Uh, but the other great thing is that the hippie teacher knows fucking nothing about anything on this hike. No. He's, like, walking around, and he was like, that's a cool plant. And the one uh, little John is like, yeah, it's a blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. it is drought-resistant uh, and blah, 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 and it, like... Oh, yeah. ...has healing properties or whatever like thing stuff whatever and uh like scientific names of plants and he was like you're pretty cool i'm gonna keep you around I was true like, story this hippie teacher knows fucking nothing so like been... hashtag goals like could you know less and have a job <laughs> like... so i've been a i've been a camp counselor for two summers mm-hmm. i am currently a den leader for cub scouts i have spent a lot of time in the woods mm-hmm I still struggle to identify any plants, plants, including poison ivy. There is a one of... People are like, is that poison ivy? I'm like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't touch it. (laughs) One of the dads in our den uh, is like... Was like a forestry major. Oh yeah, and he's like fucking amazing. Oh yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like all the things, all the stuff, all the time. He'll like tell and... you. He's like, yeah, that, that there's a sycamore. It's about uh, maybe ten to fifteen years old. It's uh, doing all right. Got a little big case of bark rod about was... ten feet up there. And you're I was like, like, why aren't you the leader? <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Right. He's great. I was like, but also, why aren't you leading? Like, yeah, like seriously, like we need to, we need you to do things. Yeah. We do also you... have another leader who's like can identify any bird greater than five pounds. Mm-hmm. The little one she just calls feeders, but she's <laughs> right. really a big fan of uh, the uh, birds raptors, of, birds, and birds of, of prey, and yeah. owls and stuff like that, like the biggins. And so she's handy to have out in the woods, unless you're like, is that a blue jay or a robin? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. My, it's a feeder bird. Yeah, it's a feeder bird. <laughs> So anyway, but yes, this hippie teacher knows nothing. Hashtag goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bullies, so they have um, put trash in their cabin. They have hung them up from their shorts, and now they are making an itch bomb. Yes. So these bullies are in respirators. Yes. And goggles. Yeah. While they're making this, that's itch not bomb. typical. While they're while they're, I think it's like. Uh, I think it's poison ivy. I don't know what. Well, I don't know what they're making their itch bomb with, but um, magic and plot convenience. Right, ma- they make this itch bomb out of magic and plot convenience, and they brought their respirators and goggles with them. I guess from home. I mean, you would. Right. Also, this is clearly not the camp setup where the counselors stay with the kids, <laughs> because like all this happens in their cabins, <laughs> which is like that's a fucking terrible idea. Like. <laughs> right, like 
Like, you, you gotta get <laughs> some like, supervisors. Okay, kids, just go be by yourselves. Like, do whatever you're gonna do. What's the worst that could happen? I'll right. Tell you right. what the worst so they, uh, So apparently they brought goggles and respirators from home to make an itch bomb. This is fucking chemical warfare. And uh, they unleash it on the on the little kids. And uh, this is when Rosemary. So Reed, the bully, is really into Rosemary. Right. And Rosemary is really into Zach, uh, the older brother with the cool hair and the beanie. (laughs) And uh, Starcross lovers. Starcross lovers. And Rosemary like asks Zach to go on a walk, and Zach's like, "Cool, whatever, I'll go on a walk." And then when Zach comes back to the um, the cabin, Reed is like, "Hey, are you macking on my girl?" And he was like, "I didn't know she was your girl." Like. Mm-hmm. She asked me to go for a walk. I was just being friendly. Like, uh, if you want me to stay with her, I'll stay with her. And he was like, yes, yeah, stay with her. Uh, and so Rosemary comes up to Zach and was like, hey, I thought that you were like a decent person. But it turns out that you are fucking terrible. Like, you're the guy who picks on little kids because you can. Like, because you're bigger and stronger than them. Like, mm-hmm. you're fucking awful. And I'm not hanging out with you anymore. And it's like... Good call, by the way. Right, and it's after that that he's like, oh, maybe uh, I shouldn't be such an asshole. Maybe I should, like, dial it down a notch. So we're on, like, uh, prank number, like, three. I think, yeah, three before the little guys retaliate. Mm-hmm. And the um, little John, the foodie, is talking to the chef about, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Hamburgers. And he was like, I really liked your hamburger, but next time I would do this and this and this and this. And he was like, oh, well, I mean, I tried something a little different. You know, I did X, Y, and Z. He's like, if it doesn't set well, let me know. I have um, this, like, laxative <laughs> for it that you can use if uh, if you uh, need to. need to." And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so it's this, like, chocolate bar laxative. And the little kids make brownies with it. Mm-hmm. And give it to the older kids. Yeah. Older kids, who conveniently in the middle of chapel, just really need to go to the bathroom. Well, also it's it's like they make their own brownies, and they're like not going to give it to the older kids. They're kind of trying to protect it, but the older kids kind of take it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like Steal it's important it. to know that the older kids kind of it's kind of some straight and food there. Whatever. Right, right. It's when you take the. Um, donuts and you fill them with mustard and you put them in the fridge with a sign that says do not touch for that guy in the office who's always taking everybody's sweets as a big like fuck you like if you didn't do what you weren't supposed to do like you would be fine yes yeah so they also where are these people making brownies like again yeah the kitchen was off did they steal the camp kitchen I didn't see them do that. I don't know. I didn't see them break into the mess hall. Maybe by the stables there's a little, like, <laughs> just educational <laughs> kitchen where they can get access maybe, to Yeah, maybe there's, like, a uh, easy bake oven and they made it with a fucking light bulb. I don't know. I don't know where how they made these How did those work now? You can't get the... Anyway. It's still a light bulb. Okay. <laughs> I think. Mm, there's a check, check our daughters. Maybe it's a little... We I don't one. know. We do. We've used it. Once. Once. It's yeah. terrible. It is. I'd rather just use a real oven. Truth. Um, yeah, so we're like four to one before the little guys retaliate. Um, let's see. And that's when I have like two more notes. And then... Uh, you had to do ice then cream. Then I had to do ice cream. So 
Um, there's also a bonfire, and I have notes that says, ladies love a constellation nerd, and labor-intensive s'mores. Um, yeah. I don't understand those notes, because as a constellation nerd, <laughs> I can assure you that first one is inaccurate right. at best. So, so the one girl who is, like, into Spencer, mm-hmm. you know, is like, hey, talk to me about some things, you know? Um, and he, like, it, like, comes up. You know, and she was like, oh, tell me everything. Tell me everything about the constellations. <laughs> and he was like, well, I mean, I can tell you what I know. And uh, that's Cassiopeia. And I was like, it always starts with Cassiopeia. <laughs> the big W one. It's yeah. easy to find in the Northern Hemisphere. Give him right. a break. This is the Cassiopeia. Um, yeah, and so, uh, and the other guy, Firefly, is uh, like to the girl, he's like, can I make you a s'more? And the girl is like, I don't eat burnt marshmallows. It has to be cooked all the way through. It has to have two pieces of chocolate, one on each side, and it needs to be melted. The chocolate needs to be melted. Like, if you can make me some more like that, that'd be great. But otherwise, I'm not here for... I'm, like, I'm not trifling. I'm not here for your bullshit. I will not take your s'more that you just, like, caught on fire in a nanosecond. Like, that is not a peace offering. Also, I will say, like, good for her for knowing what she wants. Mm-hmm. And also, good for him if he knows he can't deliver that. Like... <laughs> He's like, that seems like a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but he does. He's like, it took me like six tries, but I did it. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good he's for like, you, little made, dude. He's like, I made the perfect s'more. <laughs> Looking for that hookup at a tender young age. Like... Right. So, they, you know, they have some bonfires. And um, I think, yeah, I think after Rosemary confronts, Oh, and then Seth Green. Seth Green confronts the uh, little guys and is like, hey, this was kind of a shitty thing for you to do. Like, literally. Literally a shitty thing. It was real shitty. And they're like, yeah, I mean, we feel bad, but they're so terrible. And he was like, I mean, Jesus had people who treated him terribly, and he was, like, cool about it. And they're like, yeah, but he was God and shit. Which I feel is a (laughs) theological defense. Like, yeah. He was the son of the most high. Like, I am just a dude trying not to get another super wedgie in the stables. But I will try to be better. And he's like, let's all try to be better. Um, Which I'm also hoping the older kids got that pep talk too. So, I don't know. We only ever hear the younger kids. like That's their perspective. Right. Um, And so, I think Rosemary, Rosemary, after she, like, kind of lays into Zach, Zach Mm -hmm. starts to be like... Oh, I'm a shitty brother. And sure. he, like, goes up to uh, Spencer and is like, hey, I'm a shitty brother. And Spencer's like, no shit. <laughs> like, I've known this for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not news to me. You were always terrible to me. And he's like, I really want to be better. And he was like, so be better. Like, just do it. Just do it. Don't tell me you're going to be better. Don't tell me you're going to be better. Like, show, don't tell. And uh, he's like, okay. Uh, and so he decides to leave his like cool uh Mm -hmm. his cool cabin and join his brother's cabin and he was like hey i'm sorry for everything we did like it was really shitty i want to join your cabin and like if you're in our cabin does that mean that you compete in the camp games oh introducing the camp games i mean it's kind of been introduced for a bit it's been teased and the and he was like and they're like, I don't know. And the older brother's like, of course. And they're like, we'll take him. Uh, because these guys are <laughs> because like... Because these guys are little and scrawny. It's like a like, whole... They're like the little 60-pound kids. Right. The like, whole like thing of 11-year-olds yeah. versus the thing of 16-year-olds. Yeah, you um, obviously need some ringers. Right. And so they're like, okay, you can stay with us. But here's the deal. Like, you guys didn't get punished. We got punished for our 
prank that we pulled on you, but you guys didn't get punished for any of the pranks you pulled on us. So you need to go outside our cabin and, like, act like a gorilla for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And so he does. <laughs> and so he does. Bless his heart. And they were like, great, you're part of the armadillos now. You're part of our team. Mm-hmm. So then, camp games! Do you want to talk about camp games? So, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing that, again, I... It's really weird, because some of the camps I went to had some of these overarching big camp mm-hmm. game things where you were on, like, a tribe or a, yeah, a team, team or, or whatever. Village, whatever. But even so, like, none of them broke it down to, like, the cabin level really like you might have like an honor cabin or like a specific cabin that did something awesome but it was never like cabin versus cabin things because that got way too personal way too fast which this a hundred percent does and so like they're going to do these like series of olympiad style events right for varying levels of points who who knows how the points work (laughs) oh i know exactly how the points work the points work by like all right, so we're going to do this, and whoever needs the most points mm-hmm. gets the most points. Right, so that it's close. Yeah, so you try so to keep it close. close. And so, you know, you know, some people are going to fall off. Well, and again, the reason you Theirs would have... seems sports-y. Ours were like a weird mix. Ours were like Survivor, where it's like, I fucking was amazing at puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was a ringer for, like, memorizing shit. Yeah, oh, memory, <laughs> like, burst memory, that was always... That yes. was my thing, too. I could just recurgitate versus. It. it was great. Um, but, yeah, and you would also, like, do things that were completely impossible to check up on. Because mm-hmm. you were like, all right, so we've got, like, 20 camp... We've got 20 cabins. Mm-hmm. They're on, you know, they're in two teams. So, you know, five girls' cabins, five boys' cabins per team. Who has the cleanest cabins? Mm-hmm. Nobody fucking knows who has the right. cleanest cabin. <laughs> Like, you just kind of make that stuff up. You pick up. a clean cabin, though. Like, you do not pick a cabin that's a stuff. No, no, you know. <laughs> some people know they don't have the cleanest cabin. Right. But, like, you'd be like, uh, yeah, your cabin was cleaner than theirs. You're not allowed to go in any other cabins. Right. Like, so, that's like, the that's rules. A, it's a definitely so you a have, very squishy, yeah. a squishy uh, point what, system. And you would, like, re- award people points out of ten. So, right. like, you would just total all up. Like, you got a nine, guys. Like, you did great. But, you know, nice. You know, they got a, the cabin next door who did just as good got an eight because right, you needed they, they needed, needed one more yeah. point over on the other side or like you'd be like yeah how many verses did everybody memorize did everybody get your verses turned in and then and you realize none of the camper like none of the counselors have ever turned in <laughs> the score sheet for verses i'd be like don't you dare like i will yeah. end you like <laughs> i memorized all of hebrews 11 <laughs> like... yeah well and like i remember there was one where we had like tokens like you would do a game and you mm-hmm. would get tokens and you would put them in a bucket right and whichever bucket had the most points you, at the end of just, it like weigh them <laughs> you're so cute <laughs> you just no weigh <laughs> at the end of the day you just kind of look at the buckets and you're like you just dump them all back in one i'm like we're not we're gonna count like the first time i was a counselor i was like we're we're not, not counting, counting these? these? And they're we're like, like no. no. And they're like, and I just look at the camp director. I'm like, I used to go to this camp when I was like, like in junior mm-hmm. high. I'm like, you never counted them? And they're like, <laughs> no. You're like, I need a minute. Like, I need, I need a, a minute, minute to readjust just, like, my entire worldview. <laughs> so like, how did you know who won? And they're like, whoever needs to win, wins. Like that's, you know, we keep it close to the end. The things that we can't, you know. The things we can't really negotiate on, like they have an archery competition, right? And that's so it's whoever wins the archery competition. Yeah, okay, wins. you get those points, right? But then we can fudge it on the like relay race where you were putting tokens in. Like I don't know 
how many tokens did they get in? I don't know. How many tokens did you get in? I don't know. But you won because you lost an archery. So right, right. we can and flip the results. Had, like, and then they always like weird like chaos monkey oh, yeah. uh, ones. Like we had one that was Roman themed. Oh my gosh. It was so great. Uh, so there was like, uh, there was the Spartans and the Athenians and like, I don't remember the Romans and like... Who else? I don't remember. But uh, we had these, like, giant games, like, uh, mm -hmm. like 12 different games that we, like, go to d each station and do. But then if, like, Nero was there, you couldn't, you couldn't beat him. Like, and he would do the game as slow as he wanted. <laughs> like, and he would fuck you up. Because he was the chaos monkey <laughs> because that Because he was the chaos monkey yeah. who needed to be, like, uh... Who's the team that's really far behind? I'm not gonna bother them. Like, who's the team that's killing it? Like, I need to put right. a choke on them. I need and, to yeah. put a choke on them. But they do these games, and like, they're super in it, and they are unaware of the shenanigans behind the scenes right. that's so causing. Sorry if we ruined all of you guys' camps. Oh, but like, like spoilers in this episode. <laughs> like, if all of you are just like I, nothing, I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, sorry. They lied to me. Yeah, they did. It's mm -hmm. fine. You'll be fine. It made camp more fun. I'll, I'll give you a hug next time. But yeah, it made camp more fun. It gave you some stakes. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, there were years that you were just like, that team is just right. Going the team, to destroy. The team full of 17-year-old boys would like kill all of oh, yeah. everyone in the physical challenges. And the memorizing verses. And the like clean cabin if they put their mind to it and mm -hmm. didn't smell too bad. Uh, which 17-year-old boys. Guys, man. So, so much Axe body spray. I know. Whew. Fortunately, I was kind of out of that racket before axe body spray was a huge oh, thing guys but man yeah that was rough um but they do the games um and they have several games mm -hmm. they have swimming yep where uh the girl who is asthma mm -hmm. like the bully steals her inhaler yeah, right and then she has to forfeit the swimming mm -hmm. um and which she... that's the exact kind of shenanigans we're trying to prevent <laughs> right like we are, we are here to recreate those wrongs. <laughs> right. Um, also, that's also illegal and should probably be sent home. He right. Should, or arrested. Right. Um, so during that, the spaz guy recognizes that she's having trouble and like goes out to rescue her, even though he's afraid of the water and didn't pass the swim test. And everybody's wearing life preservers <laughs> or life. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's standing on the side <laughs> wearing a life vest. I'm like. If you weren't You're... planning on getting in the water, why do you have a life vest on? Are you, why like, expecting she, a fucking she, tsunami? Like... Why is she swimming with a life vest on? But That's anyway, he notices her, and he's like, I'm going to save her and overcome my... Somebody save Right, overcome my whatever. Pulls her to shore. Um, Small little van, sorry. And they were like, cool, that team forfeits. Like... Yeah. And he's like, it's not fair. He stole her inhaler. But uh, before he says it, she's like, shh, shh I don't want anybody to know. And he was like, really? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. Like, what's the social stigma against asthma? I don't know. I don't know. But apparently there's a lot of social stigma against asthma. And she'd rather no one know and forfeit the match to a bully. Here's the thing. If I ever get to asthma to the point that I need a rescue inhaler, I want everybody in a five-mile radius to know that yes. I have a rescue inhaler in my backpack. Here's how to use it. If I... <laughs> If I start turning blue, like, I'm not vaping, like, get me the inhaler, right. get me out of this. It needs it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I so don't, do yeah, that. I don't understand. And so everyone's like, good job, cool cat. Also, like, both these teams lose. <laughs> yep. 
Ah, so moving on. <laughs> like archery. Next event, archery. <laughs> and like, there's a lot of like smack talk and coughing. So, so and... much smack talk. Yeah, as a counselor, I would have been like, no, well, okay, first off, we're just going to divide everybody up to separate mm-hmm. archery ranges. Right. And like, We will report back. And we will report back our results, which, again, is one of those things you're like, yeah, uh, for you guys, bullseyes are worth four, and that next ring is worth three, and the next ring is worth two. And then, like, the 17-year-olds come up, and you're like, yeah, bullseyes are worth three, next ring is worth two, and the outside's worth one. And then, like, you can... <laughs> And so when you're like, how many points did you get? And they're like, we got 17 points. And you're like, great, Awesome, good job. we got 23 points. And they're like, what? <laughs> I know, right? And nobody, like, ever compared notes. Like, right. Everybody was like, wait a minute. I smell shenanigans. Because us counselors were above reproach and nobody doubted our impartiality. Right, Even though right. We're totally making it up. So, um... The final showdown, or mm-hmm. whatever, they're all in the mess hall, or whatever, yeah. wherever they are, the gathering place. And they're like, So, final whatever is the armadillos, which are the the little spaz kid. They're like, yeah. You're the winner! Right. They, and everyone's yeah. like, Yay! And the little uh, firefly kid comes up and takes the thing and was like, I would like to thank my fans and my family <laughs> for making this all possible. This is whole, like, Oscar <laughs> like, speech. And the, um, Camp director is like, great, 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 sit down, sit down, sit down. <laughs> like, and then it's like, now it's Camper of the Year, which, like, at no point did they introduce Camper of the Year as a thing. No. They were just like, Camper of the Year. This camper has done a really good job. Like, you know, I think you, they've learned a lot at camp. I hope we learn a lot from them. It's this person. <laughs> like, I was like, nobody. How is Camper of the Year established? Who got that? It was Spencer. It was Spencer, yeah. Yeah. He and... got Camper of the Year. Well, so again, this is the kind of thing where you would, uh, you would use it to right some wrongs to mm-hmm. like, uh, the kid that came far, that really grew, that really did some stuff. You could be like, we're going to recognize you and we're going to like put some positive attention on this kid as right. opposed as to negative. camper of the year. But like, yeah, it's still, it was just out of nowhere mm-hmm. and it was like, well, whatever. But. So they, uh, so they have their trophies and somehow, uh, the armadillos decide that, uh. Zach, the older brother, gets to keep the armadillo's trophy. I mean, he's the ringer. I, I mean, guess. he is the ringer. I was like, without you, we wouldn't have won. You keep it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just bring it back next year when you're in our when you're in our uh, cabin or mm-hmm. whatever. And he was like, okay, sounds good. So they bring home their um, their trophies uh, to Grandpa, and he was like, that's great. And then uh, guess who shows up? But lady who owns the lake. And was like, hi. And they were like, what are you doing here? I thought you hated Grandpa. And they're like, ah, I know he wore me down. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> like, that's not the lesson. That's not the lesson we need to teach people. <laughs> no. And then scene. scene? I think yeah. that's it. It's a. It's... There's some real touchy-feely, like, sorry for being a shitty brother. And yeah. It was like, stuff. So, I don't hate this movie. It's not terrible. So, usually, like, camp movies are pretty, like, gross and, like, coming of age in a super creepy, like, over-sexualized 13-year-old kind of way. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, and I don't like that. Right. Or they're, like, the really sassy Disney comedy, like, annoying teenagers. Right. 
And this somehow isn't... Right, it's not bad. It's a very, like, wholesome... Yeah, it definitely was done with some church's blessing. Yes, yes. You can tell. The, some some church definitely bankrolled this. Like, and it probably was filmed on location at an at actual church camp. camp. Yeah. Like, it, it really feels authentic in that way. Mm-hmm. Mostly because, like, most of the stuff kind of looks like it's about to fall down. Mm-hmm. Um, which is my experience. There's of, only five counselors. <laughs> there's five counselors. Um, there's way too many... You know, the the staff is nowhere to be found. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but no, they, it seems pretty authentic in that. Like people, it mm-hmm. it is honestly one of the more. Watchable. Le- yeah, watchable, legit versions of camp that I'm familiar with. But mm-hmm. like, yet there are some very definite like, nope, nope, that would not have flown. That needed some, that would have been some talking to's and possibly some kids getting sent home. Right, right. But it's okay. You know, it, it at least feels familiar. It feels like the stories you would tell about about camp. what happened to you in junior high camp. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I remember. And you only remember three counselors. You only remember, That's like, true. these pranks that it's were... because it's a memory movie. Yeah, it is a memory movie. <laughs> I think it very much is. Um, but it's still okay. Yeah, it's I just mean, it's okay. not bad. What did we learn from it, though? Oh, what did we learn? Um, hide your asthma because social stigma, and right. it's better asthma to die shameful, than be it's known. Better to die than to know that you had asthma. Yeah, and so people will put it together after you're dead, and uh-huh. then you don't have to live with the shame. Uh, you can be a shitty brother most of the movie, and as long as you help them win the big championship, you're right. the you're, you're the best you're ever. Fine. Um. How to make the perfect s'more. <laughs> How to make this perfect s'more. Which her, her version of a s'more is pretty good. I don't do right. the two chocolates. Right. And I so, do one Hershey and he, and he talks and Reese's about, cup. And he talks about how he makes the perfect s'more. And he's like, you take both the graham crackers and the chocolate and you lay them on the, like, on the edge of the fire so they get melty. You get melty. And then you find the perfect spot in the fire and you have to keep turning it the whole time. Otherwise so it'll it gets, burn. Yeah. Like... And I was like, he's not wrong. He's talking a big game. So she calls him <laughs> on his game. Like, so it's not that she's just high maintenance. It's right. that he talks a big, he talks a big show and she's like, no, prove it. Right. And he does. And you're like, mm-hmm. all right. Okay, yeah. Cool. So like, that's how, that's how to make the perfect s'more. Yeah. The I, inside has to be fully cooked. The outside cannot be burnt. There needs to be melted chocolate on both sides. <laughs> I don't do, mel- like I said, I don't do the melted chocolate on both sides, but I do sub in a Reese's cup. I'm here for a Reese's cup. That changes s'mores. everything. If you've never done that out there in listener land, truly come to my house and I'll make you Reese's cup s'mores. Try, try a Reese's cup s'more. It actually, is, don't come to my house. There's like more of you than it's I actually pretty know. good. So, yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's I'm, legit. I'm real here for it. Uh, what else did we learn? Um, I remember learning a lot about bourbon being delicious. <laughs> Is delicious. That was a part There's of the only movie. like two or three types of camp counselors, and they all rotate. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I knew that though. That was fine. Right. I knew that ahead of time. Um, I knew that going in. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's there's a lot of stuff. And camp can help you uh, make friends and gain confidence. Indeed, it so, can. Yay, camp! Yay, camp! <laughs> nah, I... And bus safety is not important when you're going to camp because everyone's so hyped up. <laughs> This tracks with, oh my gosh, did I ever tell this story about when our bus broke down and got on the, back from camp? When have you not told the story? But you can tell our listeners our the listeners. story. <laughs> so we were, um, I lived in Cincinnati, and we went to camp in the far west corner of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. 
North Carolina. I don't know. They both come to a point. Okay. It's the same point. If you get lost, you go one from the other. But I think it was South Carolina. And um, somebody's going to write me in. No, they're not. Yeah. Um, but we were coming back and we we're like 15 minutes out of camp and all of a sudden the oil pump in our bus just obliterated itself exploded, and shot oil into the engine and like oh, we're done like the 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 bus is done and so we managed to limp over to this like little rest stop that was having this weird arts fair and so they just left us there for like mm-hmm. four hours while they figure out what they were doing with the bus they end up coming back with a giant U-Haul. Mm-hmm. For all your stuff? No, we had, had taken, like, two white, like, kidnap vans, you know, mm-hmm. the ones. Yeah, those, like, passenger, those 16 passenger vans. 16 passenger vans with no seats, like, mm-hmm. just cargo vans. Yeah. Uh, full of luggage. We had two of those full of luggage that we had, had come down with, uh, with all the sleeping bags and the Right, and the, right, and, and your the bag. Yeah. And your bag and your sleeping bag, basically. This is on the way back from camp, This is right? on the way back from After camp. After so all that camp. smells so super you, pleasant. You, you haven't slept... Because, like, the, that's the other thing about camp is you don't fucking sleep. No, like, you're, it's awful. You're, like, the first the first night of camp, you might sleep eight hours. And then the next night, you might six, sleep six. And then four, five. And then two. four. And then two. <laughs> and then you do not sleep at all that last night of camp. No. Because everyone's so like, it's the last night of camp. I'm never going to see you again. Bonfire you're my best crying. Friend. You're my best friend. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <laughs> so we're just we're just emotionally fragile high schoolers. And so the plan is we take all the luggage out of these panel vans, mm-hmm. put it in the U-Haul. Okay. And then we spread, um, we spread our sleeping bags on the floor of the passenger vans, and just rode from <laughs> South Carolina all the way to Cincinnati. Fifteen hours. Fifteen hours, <laughs> just sprawled on these sleeping oh, bags. It's a wonder nobody got pregnant. Well, several people threw up, so that kind of killed a lot of mood. Well, that, I mean, that's great. I'm glad for that. Yeah, and there was, I mean, privacy is not a word that was. Oof, available oof. at that moment. I mean, not that that has stopped a lot of high school yeah. kids, but we were very watched, and nothing. I nothing that I know happened, That's but uh, I didn't know a lot of things that happened happened <laughs> when so. I was in high school. I was kind of that oblivious kid, but uh, as far as I know, um, I have to check with my sisters. They would know. They would know. But it was. We got back, and it was okay. And, you made it back. That's and that all. bus came back like a month later. So <laughs> that was fine. Everything is fine. Right. Is that the same trip where you broke up with your girlfriend like in the middle? No, that was when we <laughs> went to trip. Colorado. And that was like two miles out of camp on the way back. Ugh. So that was. Uh, Could have had better timing. <laughs> yeah. Again, I was the oblivious kid. I blame a lot on my obliviousness. Anyway. Then and now. So, so yeah, that's all that little tidbit from Adam's past is a little bonus for you. Yes, there you go. All of our all of our dedicated listeners. We've made it all the way to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So Alright, well that's all I think I have for today. Same. So Same. out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. <laughs>